0: Let's read another email here before we have to split. Alright. You cool with that? Yeah. Let's see here. Hold is- on. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that will ever... I wonder if we're gonna be doing this in six years and sold out theaters and... People are still gonna be Dude, going nuts over that.
1: When I'm fucking 70 and I do zip, that shit ain't gonna be funny no more. <laughs> I'm like, hey, 70 year old man, it's already kind of borderline not funny. Because I'm 54. But then but you're, when, I'm, yeah. when I'm 74 and I do zip, people are going to be like, hey, man, not funny.
0: You're just zipping up that colostomy bag. God damn it. Really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm OK. You're OK.
1: I'm not OK. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other
0: host, Clint Wells, you're welcome. I never look at myself anymore, so I'm looking at myself in this Instagram live that we're doing, and I'm noticing that I'm wearing one of only two total coronavirus outfits. I basically wear the same two things every fucking day.
1: I wear the same one thing every day. So you've got me, you've doubled, you've got me doubled. Right. I wear one thing, which is black, and then I yeah. also wear black.
0: You wear black, and then I can also see you, you're accoutrement. You have a can- what looks to be a candy necklace. The colors of the exuberant rainbow.
1: It's a plastic necklace that I made with my daughter one day. We did an art project, and I've worn it ever since. And I'll continue to wear it until it breaks, which could be today, or it could be two years from now.
0: Do you wear it when you're naked?
1: I'm never naked. <laughs> There's no time in the day or night where I'm naked. (laughs) And you're going to say, well, what about when you take a shower? Oh, there'll be no showering
0: here. Oh, God.
1: I just get in that pool. And guess what I'm not doing in the pool? Peeing? Swimming naked. No, I'm peeing. (laughs) I'm peeing in the pool. Yeah, I don't pay for that chlorine for no reason. Dude, guess who else is peeing in that pool? My five-year-old daughter. If she's going to pee in the pool nonstop, I'll be peeing in the pool as well.
0: My kid will tell me when she has to pee and she'll get out of the pool. She really doesn't pee in the pool that I know of. Well,
1: I know my daughter pees in the pool because she does tell me when she's peeing in the pool. As she's peeing.
0: Probably because you tell her when you pee in the pool too. I don't
1: tell anybody when I'm peeing in the pool. because <laughs> You just, you it's just get cute. a look
0: over your face.
1: It's cute when you're five, dude. When you're 54, you don't want to look at somebody when you're 54 and say, I'm peeing right now.
0: Cause guess what? That marriage is over. That's what the chlorine's for. It kills all of that. So let me let me ask yeah. you something. So you're never naked. Never. Because of because of shame.
1: Yeah. Body issues.
0: Right. I'm naked when I have to be, which is just very very bare minimum shower time. And then uh, even then, I I must confess, I absolutely hate it and I hate myself. Here's what's not happening when I'm
1: showering. By the way, I do occasionally take a shower, but once a week I shower. Most of the time, yeah. it's just pool time.
0: Guess what I've guess what I've the done. Pool, the pool's not a substitute for a bathing, homie. Yeah, it is. You know this, right? <laughs> I mean, it's not a great
1: substitute. I mean, shit stacks up. The dishes stack up in the <laughs> just sink. Just getting water on you, it doesn't clean you. I know. It's like, yeah, you got to put the dishes in the dishwasher. I get it. So here's what's not happening when I'm in the shower. The door is secure it's fucking by the way if you're trying to recreate den of thieves where they're breaking into the maximum security vault guess what you're not going to be able to break into
0: your naked time room
1: my bathroom so yeah that door is locked and then I hear this daddy 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 no home
0: (laughs) daddy gone Daddy Daddy, no available for daddy time. You're in there like Mission Impossible. You're just keeping it real quiet. But don't, ma- don't move a muscle.
1: Now, when my wife takes a shower, do I just walk in there no problemo and watch her shower like some kind of creep?
0: Oh, yeah. Weird.
1: Well, I mean, it's I'm not going in there just to watch her shower. There's a reason I'm going in there. Like I have to ask her a question or something.
0: Would you ever would you ever use the bathroom while she was showering? Poop? Yeah. I've never
1: pooped. I've never pooped with anybody in the room in my entire life.
0: Not even when you lived in Germany.
1: <laughs> I take that back with the exception of my son and daughter. When they were two and they were taking a bath and I had to poop, that was poop time when when they got in the bath and I had to keep an eye on them to make sure they weren't going <laughs> to drown, it was poop time.
0: <laughs> Those poor kids, man.
1: Eh. They don't care. Kids don't care, dude. They have to learn that the smell of poop is something bad.
0: They don't know. They wouldn't know unless you pooped in front of them while they were bathing. No,
1: were- I, I pooped in front of them, but then at some point, by the time they're like old enough to like not die in the in the bathtub, like four or three, I'm not pooping in there anymore while they're bathing. It's only when I can't let because I was a single dad with my with my son. Like me and me and my son's wife separated when when he was six months old. So the entire time that I was raising him, when I'd put him in the bath, that was poop time. Because there was neither, no other time to poop. I wasn't gonna like, hey son, <laughs> hey one and a half year old son, daddy's gonna go make a poo poo. Now you just <laughs> sit up here and have a have a enjoy your pipe, your Meerschaum pipe, and and a nice Dostoevsky novel while daddy goes and poops for five hours.
0: Nova, I know you're only six months old, but please put your monocle on and, uh, and, and wax in your Florentine mustache while daddy makes it number two. Thank you. Yeah, when you're single parenting, you got you to poop when you can poop. Well, I wasn't single parenting, but the f- my wife had to go back to work after six weeks after we had Nova. And so I, we didn't want her to go to daycare for the first year. So I, I said no to a bunch of touring and stayed home. And dude, that was brutal, man just napping whenever she napped falling asleep pushing the mobile thing pushing it with my foot while i was half asleep no privacy that was rough sauce yeah i like where we're at now Scarlett's about the, your daughter's my daughter's age pretty much maybe a little younger so we're at a fun age now she's
1: 5 it's a yeah. it is i like this age it gets to be a bit much like like i said i'm good for i'm good for 20 30 minutes solid and then after that, it's like, what's on TV? Oh, Octonauts for five hours? Here you go. Here's the remote.
0: I don't know what to say to that. That's fine. That's good. Nothing to say. There's nothing to say. Just a good, solid O.
1: I say I say 20 minutes. But like, for instance, this morning. So I have her until noon. She got up. Today, she got up at 9. Yesterday, she got up at 7.30. So today, I only had three hours. And we didn't do shit. We, I mean, we didn't watch any TV for three hours. We did art projects and played chase and you know did all the shit
0: i'll tell you what we finally accomplished this week is uh no training wheels bike riding so oh, that's I that's cool. w- actually for the first time it was kind of a nice moment i went and rode a bike with my daughter today where we were both just riding bikes oh wow and i was like wow this is a new thing for us dude that's big yeah it felt big and it's the, you know we're not gonna have any more kids so it just felt like wow this is the last time i'll ever teach anyone how to do this you know right You start counting those moments in that way, I feel like, in midlife. Do you ever do that? Like, wow, I don't know if I'll ever do this again. Yeah. This is fun.
1: (laughs) Hey, by the way, if you want to know what a conversation's like with my wife, start talking to me right now while I get on this phone.
0: Hey, man. Hey, Bob. 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 Why are you watching me in the shower, Bob? Bob, why are you pooping while I'm showering? Why are you pooping in front of our two-year-old son while he's bathing? And you're just looking down at the phone forever? Huh? What? I'm willing to let this ride as long as we need to.
1: Well, you got to keep talking. You got to keep trying to get my attention. Hey, uh, do you want to listen to one of my songs? Do you want to – can I read you this poem that I wrote? Can I, can I share some vulnerable, sensitive part of myself that I've decided to put on display for the world, even though that you're taking a chance and and I'm a sensitive person and I'm opening myself up to ridicule and criticism? Oh, but you're not even listening to me right now? Okay, great. I love you too. I'm okay, you're okay. I'm not okay, you're not okay. How are you doing, dude?
0: Not great. You don't Yeah, you don't you don't seem like you're doing well. What's up? Uh, just m- mentally unraveling, you know, not really managing my emotions very well. What are you doing? What's your daily anti-stress regime. Well, we got to start with the night before because I stay up too late drinking. That's normal now. And eating like shit and usually not remembering going to bed. And then I wake up around nine. and And then I lay in bed for about an hour, sometimes longer, just trying to prepare myself to face the day. And that usually... Sometimes that goes well, and sometimes that doesn't go very well, where I just think I can't do it. I can't face the day. Then I come down and I sort of assess what the sitch is with my wife and my kid, and then I've got podcasting and music to make and songs to write and things to record, and I just trudge through all of that, giving my wife a break, trying to be a good husband, trying to take care of Mother's Day, trying to make sure my kid's getting a kindergarten education, trying to make sure that the Zoom ballet is going to work, trying to juggle it all, worried about the future. Uh getting out of shape. You know, all those things. So you're not doing
1: anything to take care of yourself?
0: Uh no.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. Mysteries mystery solved, Mr. Peter Chris. Well, Beth, you know. Beth, it is. Beth I hear you calling. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't get out
0: of bed right now. I
1: can't come home right now. Me and the boys are too worried about getting all this shit done. Because
0: I'm severely depressed and I just can't find the sound.
1: Well, I found that the only thing I can do is create some kind of schedule and stick to it. And even though today I didn't do any of the things I normally do. I got up early and then immediately I had a thing I had to do. So I, I instead of doing what I normally do, which is like get up, pray, which is a great because I'm thankful. Basically, my praying is just like, thanks for the day. Thanks for all these wonderful people in my life. Thanks for all the wonderful things. And then I do meditation for 10 minutes, which, dude, that meditation, I can't recommend it enough. I use the Waking Up uh, Sam Harris app, the Waking Up app, and it's real easy. It's 10 minutes of guided meditation. Now, I pay for it. It's a premium thing. You can probably find plenty of guided meditations. No, I
0: have I have Sam's. He he offers it for free if you can't pay for it. Yeah, yeah. You get it, it for free for a year.
1: Yeah, yeah. So if you can't pay for it, get it for free. I really recommend it. It's 10 minutes, and it seems like a homeopathic sort of vitamin that may or may not work, but for whatever reason, I do it every day, and I find it to be very enjoyable because I don't put any pressure on myself to do it perfectly at all. And he's pretty good about like, hey, don't... Just do it and don't beat yourself up if you're not doing it right. Or there's no wrong way to do it. The only wrong way to do it is to not do it. So it's kind of a cool 10 minutes where I can just, like, I'll fall asleep. I'll think about all kinds of shit while it's going on. And then he'll say something and it'll bring me back. Like, I'm not doing it even close to perfect. But just the fact that I'm doing it makes me feel good. And then I'm telling you, I walk for 55 minutes a day and that walk. And I didn't walk today. But I feel like because I walk every day, including yesterday, the day before, the day before, the day before, I kind of have this built up momentum from the walking. So even if I missed a day today, I'm back on it tomorrow for sure. And I may still walk today when I get done with this podcast. So
0: I think you have a lot more autonomy than me with your day and with your time. I don't really have a lot of that.
1: I don't, dude. I mean, I'm telling you, I have, I have to carve out this time to do it. Like I said, I I mean, I have, I do do the meditation while I have Scarlett. So Scarlett's in the room with me while I'm doing that meditation. I'm like, Hey, do you want to do this meditation with me? And she, sometimes she'll just sit there and do it with me. And sometimes she'll like draw and color. And sometimes she'll do half of it and then start coloring. So just like, I feel like that's a good thing for her to learn that that's a thing you should do every day is meditate. So, um, but the walking, I have to carve that out. Like, at noon or one o'clock, whenever time my wife decides to get up is when I go, hey, I'm going to go on this walk now for an hour. And so I do it. Um, And then if I have stuff to do, like write a song or you know, do this other writing that I do, or I have a thing like I had to do today where I'm doing some other thing, I have to make room for that later on, usually at night, usually like from three o'clock in the morning until seven thirty in the morning, when when Scarlet wakes up, like it means I go to bed at eight thirty or nine. But I, I mean, I have to, I have to carve it out. I have to carve out this stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get it. Look, I'm I'm a grown up. I know how to take care of myself. The problem is that I, when you don't take care of yourself, it's not because you don't know how. It's because you've lost the will to, and that's that's the problem. And that's the restarting of that engine is the more most important thing. Like, I know I need to eat better and drink less and sleep more and exercise and meditate and pray. I mean, that's none of that's new information. So the problem is having a desire to do that, you know? Right. That's where the stuckness really comes from, where you you're like, tomorrow I'm going to do all the things that I know will make me feel better. And then tomorrow comes and feels impossible again. And then that's actually okay too. But then when you're on like day 18 of that feeling, it just starts to, add up. Well, I mean, part of my praying too is
1: to ask God, whatever that is. I I know you don't, you're not a big believer in that idea, but I like asking for help with this stuff. I'm like, hey, do this stuff for me because I can't do it alone. Now, am I tricking myself into believing that somebody's helping me when it's just my subconscious helping me? I don't give a fuck, dude. And I don't care. It doesn't matter. It just works. I ask for that help.
0: So I remember when you used to ask God for a parking place.
1: No, I wouldn't. No, I never asked. Oh no, God. you would thank I, you would thank God. Yeah, I would thank the parking gods. I would yeah. say, "Hey, thank you for that for this wonderful parking spot." And whenever I do that, I end up with a, an amazing parking spot. Now, is that vanilla sky? I definitely don't think that God's waiting for me to thank it or whatever God is for its parking spot. And then because I, I jump through that hoop that I get a parking spot, but there is something about creating a space in your a consciousness for stuff to happen. And then it fills up with that stuff. Why? I don't know. I don't know why it happens, but it does. It's very mysterious. It's crazy.
0: Well, it's because you're, you're, you're resetting your attitude and your framing and you're looking for the good. And if you look for those things, you find it. Or it's some magic that,
1: that you're making happen. I don't know.
0: Or it's, or it's some sort of Tolkien-esque, uh, Yeah, know, I don't, I don't believe in any of magic. that stuff. I don't believe
1: in any of that stuff. I don't, I don't believe in, I don't believe in, I don't believe in people figuring stuff out, creating these little things that they do. And then all of a sudden magic happens. But There is something mysterious about consciousness and about believing one thing and manifesting it in your life in some way, and I don't understand it. I don't know how any of that works. So I call it like praying. I I call it getting on my knees and praying out loud.
0: Maybe you have to have had crabs to to understand what you're saying. Maybe it's a... uh... It's unique to the crab community.
1: Well, for me, it was, I had to do it because I had to get sober. Like I was drinking and I could not stop drinking. So I had to get sober. I had to figure out a way. So I had to, I had to do all this stuff in order for me to not drink. Cause I did not know how to not drink. I could not not drink every day. I'd wake up and I'd go, I'm not going to drink today. And then at some point I'd start drinking. So I had to figure something out. So because I had to do that, I had to do a couple things. One, I had to admit to myself that I wasn't one hundred percent sure that I knew everything. Hard for me, because guess what? Guess who knows everything?
0: Be Nizzy. Daddy. Daddy. Daddy do <laughs> Daddy know everything. Daddy I told my kid that. I'm like, hey, I'm your dad. I made you out of nothing. I know everything yeah. about you. You want you want a question answered? You know who know? Daddy do. Daddy. Daddy-do. Who's going to take care of you, even when you're an old lady and I'm dead? Daddy. Daddy Daddy-do.
1: Daddy-do. Daddy-do. So anyways, daddy-do, but in this case, Mm daddy-don't. But maybe daddy-do, I don't know. Again, I don't know. I just do these things. I do these things and they work, and I don't ask any questions.
0: That's that's our offshoot podcast from I'm okay, you're okay, I'm not okay, you're okay. It's called Daddy-do, daddy-don't but maybe daddy do and probably daddy don't
1: No, probably 100% daddy do 100% and 100%
0: 0% daddy don't daddy do all of the time daddy don't some of the time all the time and that's how we that's the math on that remember when we were doing the math on things dude I do the math on everything I've been doing the math this entire fucking podcast you've been you've been crunching the numbers this whole time motherfucker on this subconscious stuff I never
1: stopped. I'm like a goddamn abacus.
0: You're a, you are just like an. This abacus. is my brain.
1: <laughs> Everything that you're saying, I'm just like. I'm fucking
0: doing. I love it. that you're not a. Uh, I love that you're not a Texas Instruments graphing calculator. No. You are a primitive. I, I go back to 5000 BC. <laughs> abacus, <laughs> dude. I'm the Dewey Decibel System. With
1: if you know how to use an abacus, you don't need none of that other shit, dude. You don't
0: need any kind of magic when you got a fucking magic abacus. What's two plus two? Flick.
1: Bing. <laughs> Answer? Got it. What's, what's a billion divided by a billion?
0: Let me hear the uh, world music. Let me hear some of the instruments versions of the sounds of the abacus. So, I'm going to ask you a uh, a mathematical equation, and then I don't want you to tell me the answer. I want to hear the sounds of the abacus crunching the the old numbers. Okay, you ready? All right. But it has to be, you know, it has to be some,
1: you know, it has to be pretty serious. It can't be just like a a, a number equation. It has to be like, you
0: know, like, what are you going to do in this situation? Yeah, we won't be doing any Jackson 5, uh, ABCs, 1, 2, 3s here. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. The cop like the cops show up at your door. What's that? What's that equation?
0: But you don't have to use yeah. that example. You got two okay, you got two cars going towards each other. Right? One's in Austin and one's in Nashville. Bob's car is going an astounding seventeen miles per hour. Clint's car is going ninety miles per hour. Which one of them will hit Louisiana first? Clint's car. <laughs> Clint's car. That's correct.
1: Except, actually, this is how much time I needed for that one. Clint's car.
0: <laughs> I didn't need all that other shit. Well, all right. Well, let's moving on here. All right. What else we got in there? Nothing. All right. One. One more. Just a quick. Let's quickie. talk about how depressed I am some more. Then that's that was. All right. Look,
1: looking at your looking at your face on the Instagram monitor. Yeah. And me doing the doing the math on how you're doing. Ready,
0: okay, yeah, let's see it or hear it. Not good <laughs> <laughs> We'll file this one in the not okay column. All right. well, we have a bunch of emails and a bunch of new patrons. Should we do any of that, or is that should we not do that stuff on the Instagram live episode? Uh, I don't care. I don't care. Well, good news because I do care. <laughs> just kidding, I couldn't do a fuck. <laughs> Let's thank the people on Instagram. Well, here are our new patrons. If you want to support the show, you can. It's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the letters I-O-K. And we want to say thank you to Bridget Wallace. Yeah, Bridget. Wendy Simmons or Simons? I don't know. Amy Savara. Wow. Maria Travers. Yeah. Stacey Sutton, who is a sweetie pie, who who I see all the time over in the Patreon world, increased her pledge. So she's really on the ride over here. And we got Jake Smiley and we have Stan Tigrette. So wow. we want to say thank you to these people who are- Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Keeping us excited to do this work and and you know getting all the extra little bonus goodies over there too in the Patreon. So thank you to them. It's really cool.
1: It is really cool. It really, it, I mean, it's a small thing that adds up. You get enough people to do it and then it actually makes sense because I don't think people understand how much time and effort we actually put into this because it just looks like we're just dicking around and mm-hmm. we are.
0: For the most part. But then- You can't see me now, but I'm actually pantless. Pantless, so. Just dicking around. Just dicking around, boy. Got mine dicking
1: around. Punk McFunk says, Bob, thank you for the music you've made, man. Yeah, man. Because Punk McFunk is living in the 70s. Thanks, man. Hey, man. How you doing, man? Hey, man. How are you? I'm pretty good, man. How
0: you doing, man? I'm pretty good, too, man. Man, good to see you, man.
1: I feel like man is like the 70s precursor to dog, but I like man way better than dog.
0: I like man. What do you like better, man or dude? You say dude a lot.
1: I say dude. I like dude, but I like man better than dude. I like man almost better than everything. I don't know why I don't say man more often. Probably because me too, Man. Maybe if I said hashtag me too, man. I, I encourage you to try that. If you're watching this on Instagram, just know that you won't hear this on the podcast because all that will get chopped
0: out. It hits the old chopping block pretty hard, I got to say. That's good, though. Someone said uh, that I beat them in WWF and they want a rematch. I have no idea what that means.
1: And it just means that somebody has
0: you confused for somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Another guy named Clint Wells who looks like me, who does a podcast with you. For Sure. How about Chief, someone says. No,
1: I don't like Chief at all. Chief sounds super racist, and I don't like it. What
0: about Tiger?
1: No. Here's what I like. If I'm talking to an African-American lady, and she calls me honey or baby, that makes my whole day. But other than that, just call me man. Okay, man. Actually, I'm starting to think about it. And if anybody calls me baby or honey, doesn't matter what ethnicity they are or race, I'm going to like that. Try it. You call me honey or baby.
0: How you doing, honey? Love it. Yeah, it's pretty or, good. Or right? call me
1: baby. What's up, baby? Actually, you know what my favorite one is? And this is the one, you know what? Let's talk about it on the Secret Weekly. I've got a, I've got a great Secret Weekly thing. By the way, if you want to know what the Secret Weekly is, it's a little bonus that we do for our patreon so if you want to find out what's in the secret weekly join us there otherwise we got to get off this instagram we got 31 people i feel like every time we do it now it's less and less people because instagram's like yeah man we're gonna make it tinier and tinier and tinier
0: i think it's probably because they don't want to hear someone they don't know aka me talking about how depressed i am for 20 minutes
1: That ain't the reason, because we've had the same number of 30 people since we started. Nobody like left. Well, just two people just left right now. (laughs) (laughs) What's cool is that when people leave, you can just go, fuck those people that just left, because they're not on anymore. We're getting out of here. Hey, thanks for joining us on the gram. Oh, I hate that, that I just said the gram. Makes me feel awful. Awful. But you know what? It's free content, so fuck it. Who gives a shit?